and we're back, ladies and gentlemen. I have a really special guest here. We are live from Manhattan, New York. The Don't Call Me White Girl show. And to my right here, is, um, I'm a big fan of this lady. I DM'd her, asked her, because she come on a podcast after she um, put one hand on the neck and one on the front of us, Miss Remy Ma. <laughs> Give me a round of applause. Woo! And the guests are getting bigger. I'm getting big time. I'm, I'm, I'm happy that I, we finally made it happen. Yeah. I'm excited. Yeah. When you first did the um, video, everybody was sending it to me like, "Yo, Remy did the, Remy did the um, did your um shit. Remy did the the hand on front." I'm like, "No way. I couldn't imagine you doing it." And then you're right there, <laughs> and I'm like, "Oh my god, I love you." Like, um, I'm late. I never heard of you. I was like, "Oh well." Maybe <laughs> I'm the worst. I'm you know what it is. I don't be on social media as pro as probably as much as people think. Yeah. Um. Most of the time, if I'm posting something, it's because they pay me to post it. Yeah. Every now and then, I might check in, post, throw something up, and then I'm out. Like, I don't stay. Like, I put it up, and then I leave. Yeah. So, I had just started my TikTok page, and I'm just going through all the different stuff. So, I'm like, oh, this sounds like something I would say. Like, I want to <laughs> I want to go with her. Like, if, for people who don't know me, like, it was crazy. I'm like, nah, that's just crazy. Everyone would do that. But, like, for, like, my friends and, and my family that know me, like, that's, that's like, I'm kind of, you know different from what y'all guys see yeah you say you don't get on instagram but you come from a time because like i remember first album remy like battle rap remy like that's the remy i was introduced to and you come from a time before like the internet kind of ran everything you know what i mean like mm -hmm. now it's almost like at a time because i remember when when the first social medias that were like big was like my with myspace and mm -hmm. all that other shit and i didn't fuck with it at first like it right. was like like, oh, that's corny or it's dweeby or whatever. And I remember it was a big, like, college presence. So most kids that went to school, they did they the social media that. thing. But eventually, it's at the point now, if you're not up to date with social media, all the apps, Twitter, TikTok, or whatever, you're really getting left behind, kind of. Like, that mm -hmm. shit just moved around you. But as far as where you come from, how do you feel now? Because it's like, you had to battle, you know, you had to be, like, really in it, like, like earning it now a bitch can make a song a piece of the tiktok can get on tiktok and then she's a female rapper that's it and not only is she a female rapper she's in the conversation like people actually consider them like a part of this like how does that make you feel like now being that you came up kind of hard like, um i mean i don't really care i don't i don't look at it like that you know everything evolves if, if you look at it when when I did come into the game, I may have had it a, little, a lot easier than the people that came before me. Mm. As time goes on, it's supposed to get easier. We're not supposed to keep struggling forever. And I think the people that be upset about it is the people that don't understand evolution, don't understand mm. the way the, wor the world works. Like most of the time, if you're in something and you're doing something and you're you end up being one of the pavers, you're making it easier so that the people behind you don't really have to struggle the way you did. Like, And I'm one of those people that if I meet somebody or I see somebody and they even remotely in the same field as me, I try to download everything that I know to mm -hmm. them so that they can avoid some of the pitfalls and the trials and tribulations that I went through because I didn't really have that. Like when I came in, it was like every piece of information was treated like the holy grail. They mm -hmm. didn't they ain't want to tell you nothing. Like you gotta you, oh she'll figure it out. Like why would you want to do that to me? Like, yeah. I just I just don't understand that mentality. I don't know any artists or anybody in this industry that started off with money. Like mm -hmm. everybody from the bottom. Like we all from the bottom. Like why you why you be on it like that? Like yeah. Some people, not everybody. But yeah. I'm, I don't really care. I'm, I'm more power to you. I wish 
I had it easier. Like, I always had all my life I had to fight. Mm-hmm. Like, I had to get everything. I never got anything really easy. And and I'm okay with that because it made yeah. me who I am. Yeah. Battle rap, Remy, did you think that you would be this Remy, like, at the end? Or was it just something you did because you liked to do it? Um, it was definitely something I did just because I could do it. It, it wasn't even a thought even just being an artist period it wasn't something that I thought that I can do as a career I didn't know anybody that was successful at doing it I knew I wasn't gonna be broke that much I knew I knew like I'm not staying in this hood this is not gonna be where I'm where I end up like I'm not gonna wait till my grandmother died and pass the crib to my mother then my mother passed the crib to me then no this is I'm not gonna be going to that corner store for the rest of my life like Mm. that much I knew I didn't know how I was going to change it, what the path was going to be. But I always had that mentality. Like, nah, I'm not staying here. Like, this, the hood ain't for me. I knew it wasn't for me. Like, I don't like roaches. I don't like crackheads. I don't I don't like people being next to me. I don't like people knowing where I live. Like, I used to have beef every day. Like, they all know where my bills is at. Like, I can't even get low. Like, mm. It was crazy. So mm. I knew the, the, the path that I was on regardless of which turns it took to get there, like at the end I was gonna I was gonna be signed. Right. When um you first came out, you already your son was little though, right? When you first came out? Um yeah, no. When I met Pun, I didn't have a kid. I was still in school. Okay. Pun was the one who convinced me, like, yeah, you can do it. It's fine. Look, I have my kids here with me. It's okay. Yeah. How that old were you when you met Pun? I was seventeen. Mm. I was seventeen. I was at, I was still in high school. Yeah. So that was a big deal just losing him because I I got into, um, I was going to ask you like how you feel about being a rapper because with the death of Takeoff and a couple other rappers that passed away, people been talking about it a lot as far as like trying to connect the music to what ha- was happening to people. Uh-huh. Um, I'm like a rap like a rap rap girl like I grew up only listening to rap and I remember when Biggie died I remember Pac died and I was young then 10 so to me this doesn't feel like a new thing you know Mm -hmm. and I also don't feel like um, it's this dangerous thing to be a rapper I think that you have to kind of watch how you move the same way you would if you had got more money in any kind of lane you know what I'm saying but for me when hearing all the people talk about rap music in that kind of way almost like rap music is the reason why bad things are happening the ghetto no. versus the ghetto being a creator um, of rappers I think it's a combination of the two I definitely don't feel like it's just the music is making people do this thing mm-hmm. um I like to think of hip hop and rap music as the CNN of the ghetto. Like, if you want to really know what's going on in the hood, find the most local new artist that ain't really get nothing yet. He gonna tell you how things really are in the hood. Mm-hmm. You're not gonna. It doesn't get more raw than that because they rapping about what they see and what's going on in, in their environment. Once you make it to a certain level, you start moving differently. Mm-hmm. You see things differently. Like, there's no way that I can make the records that I was making. When I did my first album, I don't live like that no mm-hmm. more. Like I know people that still do, and I mean, but me physically there, like I'm, I'm not there. And and for me to even act like I am, like I'd be lying. Mm-hmm. But what I do feel is a problem is that once we make it, and and when I say make it, you you have to know how other people perceive you because sometimes we'll feel like. You know, I still have goals. I'm not nowhere near where I want to be at. So you feel like you're your regular person. Like, I feel like I'm Ram every time I step outside. But I have to always be mindful of other people's perception of me. Mm-hmm. And people will kill you for 
the littlest thing, mm-hmm. like for one of these bracelets, somebody would be like, I don't care. I'm shame, shame my daughter, shame my sister. There, there goes your life. Mm-hmm. Like people, and right now we really in a bad situation where people are struggling. Mm-hmm. People, <sighs> I, I feel like they, they probably got a little taste of it during the whole pandemic yeah. when everybody was getting free money. Free brand. And, and, and that was back to their regular life mm-hmm. and they can't handle it. They mm-hmm. can't take it. It's people who uh, have white collar jobs and the day they find out that their bank account is wiped out, they jump off a building. Mm-hmm. So imagine somebody who never had nothing. Now for a few months or whatever, they lined up outside the Balenciaga store, they mm-hmm. rented it up, whatever, and now it's back to like their regular life. Like you realize like, oh, this ain't the life that I want. And now you're willing to do any and everything to get it. We can't be at the 2-4 store hopping out the car. You mm-hmm. can't go to your cousin's barbecue. You can't go to the gambling spots in hoods. Like, you you can't. Mm-hmm. You just, it's it's not safe. And all the security in the world, because people are like, oh, but where was security? Where's this? Like, at the end of the day, they they humans too. No, I, don't, I haven't met somebody yet that wasn't related to me and that wasn't like that loves me and always that's gonna be like yo I'm gonna jump in front of a bullet for you mm-hmm. like they they're there as a deterrent and as to you know try to see things before they happen but I think the biggest problem is people that come from where we come from making it or somewhat making it or being famous and that's the worst thing to be famous and broke because some people are famous and they ain't even got the money that people think they have oh, yeah. so they end up in these situations and and unfortunately you know they lose they lose their life or they are up mm-hmm. super up and they think it's okay like nah people fuck with me like people fuck with me I really know like there's been times I jump behind I'm not gonna go out here I'm in the hood I'm gonna run in the store I'm gonna take you. a couple pics I'm gonna be good yeah. but is that safe? No. Yeah. It's, it's not. Yeah. So you always travel with security all the time? Um, Pat would like me to. <laughs> he would like me to. Um, I think my my thing is, ah, I just don't like somebody knowing every single thing that I do. Mm-hmm. Every place, like where my mom lives, where my sister lives, where my brother. Because if you always have something, you have to. And it's not that I don't trust them. Because I do trust them. I know them. It's become to a point that we, we're like family. But then there's also times where I just be needing to go somewhere right now. Like mm-hmm. it's a spur of the moment. It's not like I knew I was coming here. I mm-hmm. know where I'm going later. There's times where I'm like, all right, I don't want to go to Target. I don't want to wait an hour till he get here so, me, so I can go talk. I could already be an hour deep in hour four by the time he get here. Mm-hmm. And plus, it's right there. Who's going to do something to me and Target? Mm-hmm. Like, so do I make um, rash decisions sometimes? Yeah. Um, but I'd be totally pissed and devastated if something was to happen. I'll, I'll give you a perfect example. One time, I'm going to the supermarket. Supermarket in my neighborhood is super safe. Like, I literally could fill up my whole car and walk out and nobody would say anything. But I don't. Uh, like no I really really could like it's that type of supermarket like they don't care they let you every like if there's 20 checkout aisles like 18 of them is self checkout there might be somebody over there mm-hmm. they don't care just give me the address later. so um so look so I'm I'm in a supermarket it's like 4th of July weekend and I got my daughter with me she's in the cart and this somebody just bumps into me mad hard and um they bump into me and I'm like, excuse you. She's like, just like looked at me. I'm like, so before I got to say something, the person behind me is like, oh, um, she didn't mean to do that. I'm like, oh no. Hence why I told her, excuse me. Like, if 
you don't mean to do something, that's when you say, excuse me, whatever, whatever. Like, she talking crazy, she doing this. So I'm like, miss, like, don't put your hands in my face. Like, seriously. But I'm masked up. I'm chilling. She's like, what? Yeah, I'll snatch that shit off your head, whatever. So I'm sitting there, I'm like, I'm looking at all the stuff in my cart. It's 4th of July. I'm, I'm like, I'm looking at my little pitchfork that I just bought. I'm looking at the barbecue sauce. I'm like, I'm really going to, but now, but then I look at my daughter and she's like, mommy, um, mommy, that lady, she said, that lady is yelling. She said something like that, but I'm on the phone too. So I'm on the phone with Juju. Juju like, Ram, get out the store right now. Cause she, she I'm quiet. She's like, Ram. I'm like, I'm here. So the lady just keep going, 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 going. I'm just, I'm just looking at her. She's talking so crazy to me. And in my head, I'm, I'm seeing what's going to happen. I'm going to stab this lady with this fork. I'm going to bash the one that bumped into me with the barbecue sauce. My daughter's going to be traumatized. The cops are going to come. She doesn't know who I am, Mm -hmm. but the people in the store know who I am Mm -hmm. because I go there all the time. They're going to tell them everything. It's going to seem like it's my fault. I have a record. I'm going to be in jail. She's going to sue me. So I'm just playing all this in my head while she's Mm -hmm. standing there talking. But I still want to beat her up. So... I'm just walking. I'm like, all right, I'm, I'm leaving. I'm leaving. So um, she was like, Bram, get in the car. Because I'm now I'm at the car, but she's still talking shit. And in my head, I'm like, see, now if I would have had my security with me, I could have had him yoke her ass up, mm. throw her in a full Nelson. Like, it, it would have been a whole different story. She probably wouldn't even be talking to me like that. But she mm. seen that I was by myself. At first, she was a little leery. And once she seen that I was kind of holding back because my daughter was scared, mm. she just started getting super crazy. She knew who you were, you think? No, I don't think so. Mm. I, I, and I'm almost positive she doesn't live over there. Like, it was probably like a run-through happening. Be like, oh, let's stop at that supermarket real quick. But mm. um, the whole time I'm in, I'm in the car, I am sweating, like, in full sweat. My hands are shaking. My eyes is burning because I'm. that's how mad I am. Like, mm. I, I want to do something to this lady. And that's when I was like, like, now when I go to the store, I don't even take her to the supermarket with me no more. The because... Baby. Let's just say she was really like that because she yeah. was she was just talking because yeah. I'd have been smacked. Like if I was her and I was like, I'd have just smacked her. She was just talking, 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 talking. But let's say if she was really like that, I would have literally had to have a fight with yeah, my daughter. And the shit that makes me even more mad, like here is, that was months and months ago. Every time we go to that supermarket, my daughter be like, mommy, remember that time we was hearing that lady push you? I'm like, she did not buy her Yo, it bothers me so bad because she keeps saying, remember we was here, mommy, and that lady pushed you? Stop saying that because the lady did not put her hands on me. Like she's like, okay, yeah. and then we'll get to the store again a week later, and she'll say the same thing. But the, there's incidents like that where you don't know what's gonna happen. Like I never thought I'm going to the supermarket. I go to the supermarket all the time. Got my daughter in the, like that quick. It could have escalated. All I had to do was uh, nothing. Like actually, she could have just did something. But when you are who you are, you have to take into consideration all the things that can transpire, yeah. and you know. You don't necessarily have to physically lose your life to lose your life. You mm-hmm. could throw your life away just by doing something to somebody else to prevent them from doing something to you. When you were talking, you were talking about how if you, you get a lot of love from the streets, so it's not like you get a whole mm-hmm. bunch of hate. But I've always felt like that. It's just certain people, certain musicians, you feel like you really like family with them. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? When you first came out when and when it went, because to me it felt fast, I'm sure it wasn't though, but it went from like 
gritty Remy battling to Remy sign. This is a real project, a real deal, you know. And the thing that I liked about it, I'm sure a lot of my peers liked that you was the first girl to me that was like hard, like hard, hard. And I always mm -hmm. liked hard rap, but I never could find a woman that did that. Mm -hmm. And even still now, that's not like a, a large popular thing. It's a girl out of Philadelphia. I don't know if you ever heard of her. I'm um, called named Rocky. And mm -hmm. Rocky's hard as fuck, but that's, it puts me in the mind of the rap you. chick's hero. Yeah, like fake bitch's hero. Mm -hmm. Yeah, fake she's bitch. hard as shit. That's a feat. If I could compare to somebody from our city, like Beanie Siegel. Mm -hmm. That's my favorite rapper. Like, that's what I like to hear. You know what right. I mean? So, when it can't, it's like with us and because i did i do like a lot of female like legends you know but it is a lot of like fuck me suck me fuck me fuck me, suck me you know so if you're not like i've never been a dancer you know what i mean i was right. always a little more aggressive i wore sneakers i've never been like that sexy so that sex rap isn't something that's not the first thing i'm gonna throw on in a ride but right. for you like a lot of people blend in the art with the life you know and and unfortunately we kind of like respect it when it's for real so it's like when you court that case that's cemented to a lot of like us like oh this is for real deal this ain't no you know what i mean no acting but it it hurt it was like a blow like it felt like damn you know what i mean like almost like you can't get something real like that to last but i personally just was like super proud of what you did with it when you came home you know what i'm saying i know like for me me doing this and me being so open about me going to jail and shit like that i never realized so many people never bounced back from a jail bit you know what i'm saying and i did a year Right. That's what you, my, my, like my father would be like, you ain't never did no time. My dad did 10 years. Right. So to him, a year, I do a year in the hole on my head, nigga. I'm a real nigga. You ain't really, that's my father. <laughs> and I come from good stock. But, um, it's so many people that we inspire just living, just working, right. just whatever. And for me, a big, part of this for me is like once I get on to the point where I know people listening to me I want to jump into jail reform some of the shit that I saw in female prison I could never unsee or unremember and I don't I didn't forget a lot of them you know right. I mean women from rape to assault to harassment to whatever it's just so much bullshit that happened behind the wall and a lot of people that never been I think that they they'd rather know. just because well, it's, it's not that it's just they don't know because even me like Prior to my incarceration, I've had people that went before, but I never physically been. And it was always men. I didn't know what the situation was like for women. I didn't know. And I, I, I don't even think the thought even crossed my mind. Or even when you be like, yo, I'm going to write you. I'm going to come see you. How quick time goes out here as opposed to in there. Mm -hmm. And how you really can't do nothing mm -hmm. by yourself. You need people mm -hmm. to help you. And to to just to be able to survive, if you don't have anybody, like I saw what happened to the people who were in there for a long time and didn't have nobody, how they bid was a lot different from mine. Mm -hmm. And um, when I when I came home, it wasn't so much so that I changed because I'm still me. Is uh, I don't want to go back. Mm -hmm. <laughs> it's like not cool. Is one of the worst things that's ever happened. I used to always be like when I got caught in my face, that was the worst thing that ever happened to me. Mm -hmm. Um, that wasn't worse than when I went to prison mm -hmm. because it wasn't when I got caught in my face that just affected me mm -hmm. really. I mean, some of the people that like just loved my face the way it was before, it might have affected <laughs> them too. But um, when I went away, it affected me and everybody who loved me, everybody who was attached to me, anybody who worked for me. It literally shut down so many different things. And um, when I came home, they had me on papers 
to uh, five years, like to the end, like to the very, very end. I didn't get off early. You I didn't did get the whole any good five time. years on program. Mm-hmm. Like, and then my last, my last what, seven, eight months, I had an ankle bracelet because I violated every condition of my parole and went back to jail. Um, I, I see now. I probably could have. That probably would have been me, but I had too many eyes on me. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying things that. They wouldn't do to you per se. Yeah. They were doing to me. They was trying so hard to prove that I wasn't special and I'm like everybody else. Right. But they was doing all the special shit to me. Like mm-hmm. even down to the ankle bracelet that they put on me. Like people catch new cases or pending cases. They don't get an ankle. Where the fuck am I going with this face and right. this voice and everything else? Like where am I going? Yeah. Nowhere. Had a whole newborn baby and I had an ankle bracelet. I could I could not do anything. And I literally was probably down to I think it was like eight months before it was over. Yeah. Anybody else would have been like, oh, I still had a curfew. You wore ankle bracelet for years? No. They gave me an ankle bracelet the last eight months when okay. when the girl got the black eye and was on the news talking okay. about, you know, whatever. Yeah, she yeah. made that lie up. That was so crazy, Ridiculous right? I don't liar. know how that happened. She's a huge liar. That's crazy. Her career's tank since. It never really started before that, but you know, I was um, gonna ask you about that, like Remy with Love and Hip Hop. How do you like? How did you like the Love and Hip Hop thing? I hated it. Wow. I hated it because, um, I just felt like it took a lot of time. Mm-hmm. It wasn't. It wasn't that what they were doing because I didn't really get the same treatment that everybody else got. Mm-hmm. I probably had one of the. I more... was nervous, Remy. I was literally like, I felt like you ever, but that's what I mean. It's like. You might not know me, but I know you. And the thing, now that I have like fans or whatever, and they get so excited, we were driving here, we in traffic, somebody going crazy in the next car. I know why it feels a little bit because I feel like you feel like certain, just certain artists or certain people, you love them so much. But I was like balled up about the love. Really? Because I thought they was going to try to play you or they was going to put you in a situation where you was going to fight, you had to be somebody else. But see, I never felt like that because... Like I say, like we, you're just gonna send on me. Like you, we're gonna be best friends one day. Yeah, I told we're you. Be but um, I never felt like that because I give. I'm very respectful, mm-hmm. and I feel like because I respect people, people respect me as mm. well. Anytime I've ever did something to somebody, they definitely was out of pocket. Mm-hmm. And also, I never felt like who gonna spit at me, who gonna throw a drink at me. Mm-hmm. Which one of these producers is going to call somebody that y'all know I'm going to probably have a problem with? Who's going to set it up? Because after I finish with them, we going down the whole chain of command. Yeah. Who booked the car service? Who thought it was a good idea? Who yeah. wrote the storyline? Who everything? Everybody going to get it. Yeah. So I used to come in one day and I'd be on some straight bullshit. I'm leaving. I got an hour hard out. What y'all doing? What's happening? No, I'm not. You cannot take my picture. We're not doing continuity because I'm not shooting this again. You don't mm-hmm. need it. Mm-hmm. And then I come in the next day and I bake cupcakes for everybody. Just mm-hmm. fuck their whole head up. They don't really know which one they're going to get. Mm-hmm. But I feel like when people people only do what they think they can get away with, I felt pretty confident that nobody thought that they was going to spit on me, throw a drink on me, hit me with a shoe, do any of the crazy stuff that people were worried about happening. Mm-hmm. I didn't feel like anybody... Really, it, it wouldn't have been safe. You know they called me. They did. They offered me $37 an hour. Wow. It's rough. They only pay the big stars. The other ones, they make you suck Listen, listen. Let me, let me tell you something. They, they pay what people allow them to pay. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You understand what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. What people allow to happen is what they'll do. Because I, I make great money. I make great money there. 
But it just took so much time from me. Um, Are you it, still doing it? No. I, I Yeah. My contract is up. It's done. Um, would they be able to persuade me with the right numbers? Maybe. Because it's easy. It's just mm. so time consuming. Like, mm. I, I'm impatient. Like, I can't sit somewhere too long. I can't do the same thing. Like, and we would be there for hours and hours. And then you see it and it comes on and it's literally like a three-minute scene. Mm -hmm. And that would piss me off. Like, I'm very um, conscious of mm -hmm. my time. Like, when you sit still for so many years, like, um, uh, you're like ants in your pants. Like, I, I can't mm -hmm. sit here. I got to do something. What are we doing? But um, it was great for what, I, what it was for. When I first came home, a lot of people um, really didn't know what Remy they was going to get. So there's a little Larry. Um, I was able to go on the show and show a different side of me that people yeah. didn't know. Yeah. Um, but I'm like I say all the time. I'm still me. Yeah. Like like one paper cut and she back. What happened? Yeah. What were we doing? <laughs> like so, don't don't brush up against me. She might come out like what the fuck? Like oh my son, my bad. Black love. Oh sorry, rub that shit off. But it's cool. It was cool for what it's worth. It's just very time consuming. It was a lot. When you were inside, you knew you was gonna come home and straight still rap, still be in entertainment. Um, no, yeah. I didn't know what was gonna happen. You know, I was gone for a long time, and a lot of things changed mm -hmm. while I was away. So I didn't know what I was gonna do. Yeah. But once again, I knew I wasn't gonna be broke. I knew that. Yeah. I knew that much. Um, I, I'm, I'm blessed mm -hmm. because, like you said, a lot of people that go through that system when they come out on the other side, it's hard to get that period. Like not even into work, just. You got to get the ID. You got to, like, figure out where you live in. You might have stipulations that stop you from traveling. People who have kids may or may not have had their kids. You got to reconnect with your children. And it's just it's just a lot, mm -hmm. a lot, a lot, a lot. And if you're not strong here, like, mentally, like, that should have break you. Like, mm -hmm. there's times where when I first came home, like, I was, I was going through it. Like, yo, I cannot do this shit because also... You go from not having no responsibilities, really. To a lot. To mm. everything mm. all at one time. Like, the only thing I had to do was make it, worry about making the movement to get from point A to point B in the yeah, prison. That's it. No bills. Like, n like well, I no still had bills, bills, but like, you know what I'm saying? Like, it wasn't, the pressure of it wasn't there. It wasn't at the forefront. And it all comes back the moment you step out of those gates. Yeah. And everybody's like, hey, we're so happy. you like... I still got a prison ID. I'm trying to figure out how I'm gonna get enough points to get a new ID from the from the Department of Motor Vehicles. It's it's just a lot. Yeah. Well, I don't know if y'all checked in. Me and Remy did a live about the show on BC Sisters. Mm -hmm. Um, I don't know if either one of us watched it because the live we just talked about a lot of our own shit. <laughs> but I complimented you on um your beautiful marriage and the push of Black Love because you. you know it got super. It's like super popular to do like the Sierra prayer or whatever, mm -hmm. but I more would do the pet prayer because it more fits me where I'm at, where I am. What I said to Remy on live because you know I say what I think I couldn't help it. I was so hype about the whole thing because, like I said, I was a fan and it was a blow and it was sad and that was like the good part about the bid was that you know your your nigga going through it with you and y'all together whatever. And what did you remember what I told you about Barack Obama? No. She doesn't listen. But what I said was is we know that Barack Obama didn't cheat on um, 
what's her name? Michelle. Not because, what's her name. No shade, because I love I love Michelle. She <laughs> put wheat bread in the schools. <laughs> I love Michelle. Okay. Um, but if Barack would have cheated on Michelle, we would have knew. He the fuck cheated. If Barack would have even been driving down the street and saw the fat ass and slowed down to the ass, we would have had that. We'd have pictures of that. Because so many people hated him, right? And hated what he stood for or whatever, and they were all on top of it. I feel the same thing with Pat. Like the fact that when you came home, y'all really got married and really did the marriage thing. I think that it set such a good example to black people. I don't think it's a lot of examples for us when it comes to like real black love, like a with black love, because it's an up and down thing. It's not always right. a perfect situation. It's not, you know, a bed of flowers and lubits and gift bags. You know what I mean? Sidebar, some of those photo shoots with the Louis, Louis Vuitton bags on, it's empty. Did you know that? There's no gifts in the bags. Yeah. I, I was aware of that. Okay. A, a, a lot of, I, I have this conversation with people often, like, but they don't realize they're competing with fake shit. That's the thing. So, and then when they're like, well, how do you want to say, I said, okay, let's, let's just do this. You don't post the whack shit right. on social media. Like you don't go to a restaurant and they bring your plate out looking crazy and you like, look, y'all, I'm eating yeah. this fucking stuff. You don't post that. You don't right. post when you go in the kitchen real quick and throw together a cup of soup. You don't mm -hmm. post that. You post when you're in a nice restaurant, they got the little parsley on the slide right. and side, and they drizzled the plate with the salt. Like, that's what you post. Exactly. So you don't post when you got your, your wife beater from the little um, $10 store. You post the stain you know, on it. Yeah, you, you don't post that. Right. So y'all are only comparing, you're comparing whatever you're going through in your real life to what somebody is portraying mm -hmm. for you to see. They and and people don't people don't get that. You know. And I I know people that literally care more about what they look like on social media than in real life. Mm. Like in real life, they are real life bums, mm -hmm. and they know that. They know that. I know that because I see you in real life. I know you're bum. Right. You look at their social media. You it's think all about the perception. No, you will think they are lit. Really, dumb lit. I, I'm okay with that though. Like me, I'm not really like I said. I'm not really a poster like mm -hmm. that. Like I um. I like the fact that people think if it wasn't on social media, it didn't happen. Like, I'm, I'm okay with that. Yeah. Not mad I be when I have, like, a really cute outfit and I wear it somewhere, but the place wasn't really popping like that, and then somebody else posts me. You stupid bitch. You I was going to wear this again. Yeah. Why the fuck did you Did you see me post that? You I did not post any pictures. Obviously, I did that for a reason. Yeah. I be really mad. You yeah. know who does that to me a lot? Pap does that to me a lot. Oh, he loves you. He loves posting. I love your relationship. He will post my whole outfit. I'm like, babe, why you post that? He's like, yeah. no, nah, you look nice. I know I look nice. I was going to wear it again. Now I can't. Because then, then, and then it's not just y'all being together. That's cool. But both of y'all can wrap your asses off, and you're both very lyrical. Pat can go to the supermarket and wrap down the cereal aisle. Y'all seen the cereal? Yeah. I mean, come on. But when I said it to you, I said, in my mind, it's like y'all in there, like freestyling and fucking. We're but you not, said there's no rapping in the house. We're not doing That's that. That's what I would think. We're like not, freestyle, fuck, then freestyle no, again. Fuck we're it. Not. They both can rap, like battle me. You know what I mean? We're not freestyle fuck. I know you said you don't do the music thing at the crib. We, we don't. It's a, we have a very different outlooks on music. Very, very Your different. different opinions. Different opinions. I wanted to ask you real bad. What are you listening to right now? Uh, right now? What am I listening Female, to Female, right male, now? whatever. But what do you throw on when you want to hear some shit? Oh, my gosh. So, I'm very R&B. 
I, I do. I listen to a lot of R and B. I hate R and B. Really? I mean, but, so but I only really besides Whitney, I listen to people with all deep voices because if they make it sound like I could sing, like the Tony Braxtons, the Brandies, yeah. the, like everybody with the uh, like, I listen to that. So you probably like if I drop something. No, I probably would. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> nah, I um I do. I listen to R and B. I listen to a lot of old school R and B. Um, when I'm in my car, sometimes I find like the classical station. Because it's the coolest thing. Try to stay at home, you guys. Find the classical station like that plays like the Beethoven and stuff like that. And mm-hmm. while you're driving, I swear it's the craziest thing. The music automatically seems like it's going to what you're doing while you're driving. It's like the I'll be like, you like classical music like Beethoven? Yeah, I just like it when I'm driving. Like nobody would have guessed that. So you're not really a rap You're more of an R&B girl. Um, I'm not really a rap head. Like I rap and I do have my moments where I listen to. But if I'm on my time. I want calm stuff. Oh, I listen to, oh, I want it to be quiet. Like when they come, they do my hair and makeup. They're like, like they all know, like I want it to be quiet. I deal with a lot of noise. Mm-hmm. Often I have a three-year-old and um, I'm just always places where it's noisy. Mm-hmm. So when I can get quiet, I like it to be quiet. Mm-hmm. Well, listen, I know, I, I know you got the battle rap thing going on. I think that's so important for you to do, being that that's where you come from. Thank and so you. many women have talent in that. And I feel like battle rap in general is turned into like a real corporate type of situation. I love that. For well, rap. it needs to be more corporate. And the corporate people need to give me some sponsors because I'm really, I'm, I'm spending all my money. Yeah. Like, yeah, come on. Anybody out there, y'all look in, y'all want to help sponsor my next. You, you know, have a female rap. battle I league. Have a Tell female battle it. rap league. It's called Chrome 23, which is short for Chromosome 23, which is the part of your DNA that determines. Which sex you are. Okay. So Chrome 23, we're in the middle of a tournament right now. I'm doing a tournament. Um, the winner gets $25,000. We did the first round. Um, so we started with 16. We're down to eight. Mm-hmm. The next eight, I think, is going to be on November 20th. And then the semifinals is in December. But um, it's just something that I started doing. And I see how... You know how many leaps and bounds female rap is taken in hip hop in general, and mm-hmm. I didn't really see it crossing over to battle rap, right? And I didn't understand why because these women are actually really talented. They Not really saying that are. you know the other ones aren't, but y'all know, stop like, yeah. So they really are what they are, and um, I used to keep saying like somebody needs to you know get behind them, somebody needs to push them out the world. Then one day I was like, you know what, I'm gonna do it, right? Even Who's if I gotta you? spend my own money because that could have been me. Like had I not met. Big Pun or Joe or had this song or that song or whatever the case may be, I could have been that girl that got a kid at home, that got a little side job, but I really could write and rap my ass off. Mm-hmm. And I would want somebody, if they had the ability to you know, put eyes on me or to put more money in my pocket or whatever, to, to come in and do that. So, And I'm starting to know them and get to know what's going on with them. And it's, it's, really, it's, it's really sad because I've been in this industry for a long time and I've seen so many people... That um I feel are not really talented like that, mm-hmm. in, in my opinion, um really get to the bag. Mm-hmm. And then I've seen so many people that I feel are amazing, and they never got yeah. n- nothing really out yeah. of out of this. And I feel like something needs to change. Like yeah, yeah like, like it has to be a way that 
we we can make the people that like are honestly have God given talents mm-hmm. be able to you know, see the lucrative side of the, of right. the business. You would think that would work faster, but I guess that's just not how the business is. Now that I'm in entertainment, I know that sometimes it gets a little tricky. But some of these girls or guys don't even write the shit. It's just like it's almost like a just like an act. Like everything yeah. is kind of set up for it, mm-hmm. and then you know they pay for this because you can pay for almost anything: streams, right. views, followers, blue checks, whatever. Right. You know what I mean? So it's like. When you do see people with real talent, it's kind of sad that it goes to the wayside. But I, I mention you for that. I think that's what's up, especially because that's where you come from, because that's where I found you at. Thank really. you. I appreciate um, that. You know we do segments on this podcast. Uh-huh. We do Dark Side of the DM. Remy looked for her DM for probably 45 minutes and couldn't find it. It was not 45 minutes. This, let me tell you what happened. I literally, I just got a new phone, and I put some stupid filter on it. But my... If, when I find it, I'm going to forward it to you. And you're going to be like, yo, Ren finally found it. It's gone. I don't know what episode it's going to be. But she finally found it and she sent it to me. But my dog side of my DM. So it's it's crazy. So I don't even think I really told many people about it because it's, it frankly scares me. So I have this person, right? And I want to say for probably like the last three, four years, just sends me nothing but dick pics and dick videos right no constantly dick pics and videos and videos is this right? facing it was just dick so this is the part that scares me because when i was like it scares me a little bit yeah. Don't so forward that that's what you're gonna forward to me no i'm gonna put it onto you, you because i feel like you would enjoy it you would appreciate it more i just want him to stop i'm scared to block the motherfucker because I'll, you know, you click on somebody, you're like, no, I know it's going to be a fake page. No. You go to this page, it's his real face. Like, he just sending dick. He just serial, driving in the car. I'm like, yo, he's real life crazy. Yeah. He probably knows where I live. He's a freak. Like, why are you still sending me? Like, literally, like. Does the dick videos have sound on them? I don't know. All right. So it's you like don't play it. It's like one of those things, like, if you click, I'm scared if I click on it, you're going to know that I seen, but you could tell that's right. a video because it has, like, right. I'm just sitting here like, yo, so he's just never going to stop. For years straight. Never going to stop. Unsolicited dick pics. Never going to stop. In videos. Yeah. Weirdo. Yeah. And he, like, waxes or something. It's, like, really weird. He it's, does what? He's, like, wax. Oh, he's bald. Somebody open that DM. We gonna keep it moving though. I don't I'm I'm I, I'm going to I'm gonna like hey and open it I've been bit. seeing this for four years now. I have somebody that's that like, very like much to interested. Me, that is a that's a sign of insanity that you can send a dick with no response for years and I can click on your picture and see your whole that's face. That's somebody's boyfriend. That's somebody's baby father. I don't care. I don't. I just want like I never it, got the unsolicited dick pic. Like if I didn't say anything to you, or you can, I could, I could legit be on live and I was just, like shop people out so they'd be like, oh, it's Tommy from this place, or it's a, oh, hey, Tommy from the Bronx. Tommy has sent me a dick. But pic. this is what this is why I don't go on my DMs. You don't open them. See, I open my DMs. I'm very connected to my people. No, I, I after that, I was like, when I go, like say if I'm talking to somebody and they'll be like, oh, I just sent you a DM. If I'm not following him, I won't see it. But if you tell me right there, I'll look. And whenever that happens, that guy is there. I'm like, yo, you still here? You still? Dedication. Do you keep, like, no, dedication is different. Like, do you keep getting it waxed or do you, like, like, does it not go, like, He keeps getting it waxed. He got it ready for you just in case that one day you open that motherfucker and say, you know what? What's your phone number? Never. Like, I think I blocked it, like, once or twice and then it came back. And I know it's the same because, like, one letter is different. I'm like, yo, this is different. This is really, really different. Do I have a voicemail? 
Okay, so you know we have a phone number. I we let the fans call in. Okay, I never get to tell the fans because they be so excited. And I was like, oh my god, you got such us on the podcast. But I need to start saying like, okay, Remy will be on the podcast, and then do y'all want to ask Remy a specific question? Because I think that they wouldn't so even have the same details. Yeah, it could be more like for Remy, but Dre does a good job at um finding them. So we're gonna give her some advice and make sure you can hear it. Okay. Hey, Mona, I love your fucking show. So proud, you're the shit. Please keep doing what you're doing. Um, but I want to ask if your kid, let's say your daughter, um, I know she's older, got into it and was like fighting another kid and she lost. Like, what would you do? Like, I don't have these problems yet. My daughter is only three, but I can't imagine like. If she got into it with another toddler, I'd be ready to be some ass. Please tell me about what would I do if my daughter got into a fight and she lost? Like if I was there? Like if I was like right there while they were fighting? I don't care if I'm not there. I'm jumping in it. <laughs> physical, baby. I don't care Hands if I'm on not handsy. there. If she come home and she tell me it's up. We back over there. Now we calling the cousins. That's Let's what go. you call the cousins. Fuck it. Like, I can't. Not, first of all, my daughter is... So not about that life. And then she got this, like, she's very, like, shady. So she always got, like, a little something smart on her little Instagram or she on the phone talking shit. So, so she's she not like these... that, but she got the this part. Right. But she's mm-hmm. not necessarily starting it, but right. she'll take it there like she right. with it. And, and the thing about it is she's my height. So my whole thing, and I'm like, look, you don't have to be a fighter. If somebody gets in your invisible square, you have to protect your body. That's your job. I protect you. When I send you on your way and you're on your own, you have to protect your body the same way mommy would. So she was, she had these friends she had a sleepover they came stayed at the sleepover whatever the same friends were like harassing her she was crying her feelings was hurt David she sits next to me on FaceTime with them so she answers hello won't you just leave me alone could you keep being rude and I don't like how you talk to me supposed to be my friend that girl <laughs> with two other little girls on the FaceTime mm-hmm. oh you upset oh so you're bothered she's bothered I took that phone and cussed them bitches out <laughs> call your mom bitch as you said that's right Give a fuck. Fuck all y'all in there and call your fucking mom. I was to the one girl, I was like, you little dirty ass back to sleep over. You ain't even have enough money to go to Dorney Park, bitch. So I'll do you one better. She said it because she didn't have it. I'll do you one better. See, I got her kid over. That's my nephew. Right? Okay, right here. When, we, when he was younger, we I was still living in the projects at the time. This is this kid. He was. He was definitely too big to even be considered a kid. I feel like your age shouldn't determine if you're a kid. It's your size. It's your size. That's right. Definitely was not kid size. He ain't grown up. 30 and at least. He kept bothering him. Like and and he's actually he was with all the answers, but just you just can't do anything when you're fighting a grown man a grown in the, on, on the play yard. Yeah. That's why your aunt comes in, hooks both arms like this, and we gonna hold him here now. And get it in. Won. What we doing? Like what are we doing? What are you talking about? Bitch. Exactly. Talking I'm about? so this was yes. ours. I ain't wanna say nothing. And she like, you still? You scared? You still? After you jumped him with your aunt, that's lit. And so what? So what? Now we gotta even this out because you're too big for that. Yeah, now, really. I don't care. My daughter is a little bit different. She understands. She's three years old. She understands the power of cousins already. Right. So I get crazy. She's like, oh, watch when my cousins come over here. We're going to jump you. I'm like, that's right. Yeah. That's right. Yeah. People are like, oh, I seen like some meme the other day. It was like, you know, we, it's the parents. We have to stop telling our kids. If somebody hits you, you hit them back. 
I never what? told my never told my son that. Yeah. So she hit you slimmer on her neck. Mm-hmm. Right now. Like I do I do not like it. Like I've I've always felt like I grew up, I have I have a son. Mm-hmm. And he was my only child for almost 18 years. And I have an older brother, I have a younger brother, I'm very close with my nephew. We we have a small family, but it's mostly women. Mm-hmm. So the few boys we did get, it was like we cherished them. Mm-hmm. So I would see like how girls are like be taking advantage because yeah. oh it's a boy he can't hit you punching back. on them smacking on scratching them, them all this, kind of shit yeah mm-hmm. spin her head around mm-hmm. Ex- yeah really and then when she get crazy then you come get me mm-hmm. and then she's gonna happen again then go get your mother get your sister get your aunt get your grandmother I don't care like that's exactly what I told the little girl basically go get your fucking mom but that's because that's but I went right there like I wasn't my, they, they turned my the motherly off. instincts kicks in immediately like mm-hmm. I don't even hit my kid like yeah. for, she has to do the most or my son like he, he has to do the most for me to even like physically do anything to him so but you're not gonna be putting your hands on my kid out here in the your streets. daughter and your son grew up really different because even with my kids they growing up so different than I did and then because I tried to give them a suburban experience as mm-hmm. much as I can although it's just like you have to because I feel like some people missing that because it's like it's cool if you want to avoid violence and all that don't let nobody beat your ass because I kind of I kind of was like famous since I was young uh-huh. so it wasn't very different they got two different parents oh, okay. I was young when I had my son mm. I was older when I had my daughter so they got my daughter gets a little bit more sane me mm. my son like he was in the back seat with the do-rag the baseball cap like it was, like my son would have never if that would have happened in the supermarket with my son like he he might have threw something at the lady like yeah. what my mother crack like cracked it off on her mm. like my daughter's more like mommy why is she talking to you like that like oh my god mm. like traumatized but no 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 it's, it's just it's different me's and and I do I wish that we didn't have to be like that because you, you have to be protective of your kids because it's not just the hood like these suburban areas kids just as ruthless they they might be even a little worse and you have to prepare them for what they might encounter when when they're out in the world and as a parent I feel like you're supposed to protect your child that's right if that means jumping in the fight here or there then Eight the 80 blind cripple crazy yep you can get some if you want I, some I feel exactly. I do is sign it this up this is this is why we here come but... get your ticket bitch I'm selling them they free <laughs> what's up um even though sidebar she went back to school she was so scared she was like mommy everybody's like I've never been disrespected like that I ain't let nobody mom disrespect me I was like well part two is on you you keep your head up make it to three o'clock anyway um we have a part of the podcast too with a manifesting. i was gonna ask you was you and mr pat gonna have another baby the last person on this podcast that manifested them having a girl they really having a girl did y'all know that well timmy's having a girl well, Timmy, Dre from Power came on here and said he manifested a girl mm-hmm. boom that's how magical the show is this lady's pregnant with a little girl so what well, are you manifesting you're manifesting you two three more children why are you Pat, just putting kids on me though? Pat, like you manifest me a new Papisha. lamb truck or something like, like not a kid. Saying. I got a three year old. Like She's let me gorgeous. live. Y'all make a really cute kid. You could just do it a couple more times. Thank you. A couple more times. That's a lot. Oh. Kids are a lot, mm-hmm. and they're very expensive. Yeah, especially are. like my kid. Like she doesn't. She thinks like she goes in the store and she literally goes like this. Those are like it's, it's like no. You have money. She's like no. You got money. Yeah. Right. You get her everything she asked for. I do. Um, I do. She gets whatever she wants, but I'm trying to do it a little bit better because I've done it before and I realize how bad that can be mm-hmm. when your kid is just used to getting everything, everything, and they never had to earn it. 
you know, it, it becomes the situation where they, when you try to make them earn it, it's like, but why do I have to earn a car? Mm. Like, uh, because you're 30. Like, but, mm. um, <laughs> I don't have a 30 year. I'm just saying. Mm. Um, I think that I would want to manifest. <sighs> what do I want? I want a talk show. Oh, you do? That's what I want. That's I all you do. Wendy, you did really good at it. Thank you. Did you like it? I do. I love it. It's my favorite thing to do ever. Really? Mm -hmm. Daytime or nighttime? <sighs> See, that's tricky because I would like to do daytime, but I feel like all that encompasses me calls for nighttime. I think that would be lit if you weren't on daytime, though. You know what I mean? I know. That's why. That's why I want. Like that's why I would want to do daytime. Mm. But I feel like you shake the daytime kind of fire. Yeah. Everything nighttime. Daytime is very. Clear eyes for dry eyes. Yeah. It's very much that, but um, I don't. I don't think it matters. I think I'll do well with both. All right, we manifest. You know what? Show. Fuck it. Both. Both. First guess. See me. Harvey. Me. Give me one in the daytime and in the nighttime and host some shit. Yeah. You know I mean? That's right. That's right. First guess me. Fifteen minutes stand up. I come on two, Why three not? episodes Why in the you first just have season. A segment. Like no, just segment. Have a segment. Don't call it a segment. This is perfect. Yeah. That's what we manifested. Like, yeah. I want you to know I really appreciate you coming and doing this with me and Man Alive. I want you to know that I really have to come back. I'm mad that I have a whole full schedule and that and somebody got here late and you look like press for time. But right. um I have to come back. Yeah. Because there's so much shit that we can talk about. Like I felt like this was like the this is like the start of like just very cool. We like we didn't get to talk about like the shit that we really like that people would expect me and you to talk about together. Right, right. But they should have tuned into the live because then it was a good live the other day. That too. was a good live. Yeah, we could do it again. We could do it up. You know what? Let's do that. Let's set up a live. Let's go. Let's do it. Let's do that and put those little things where they could like send us stuff and send us like monies. I like that the badge thing. Yeah, I don't know how to do it, but me neither. But Find somebody, let's set it up. All right, I'm with it. Okay. Thank you. I love Thank you. Thank you. Y'all welcome. <laughs>